Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues, services, and activities of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition, we have two guests. We'll be talking with Amy Hobbs and Wayne Malik, two members of the Helping Hands Stroke Club that meets in Fairfax every Friday afternoon. And they are here with us today to discuss their experiences with stroke, a health incident that significantly changed their lives. Also going to discuss the uh, Stroke Club's role in their recovery. But first, before we chat with them, we're going to get a little background information, a little scoop about who Amy and Wayne are. Wayne was born at Fairfax Hospital back in 1964. The good old days, right, Wayne? Graduated from Falls Church High School, go Jaguars. Married, raised two daughters while working at Johnston Auto Paint, and, uh, Auto Paint I think, and Body Shop. It says pain, but I think it's supposed to be paint <laughs> in Maryfield. Later worked for a ProCut sales uh, service rep, a lifelong diehard Redskins fan, so I guess it was okay this year, not as not as well as they could have done, right? Yep. <laughs> Amy, a former home care nurse to college-age boys and a daughter at Woodson High School, now relearning those hobbies that she uh, had been doing before her stroke, including sewing, beading, and arts and crafts, so yep. much more talented than I am in that regard. Well, I'm still so, learning. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's no hope for me, so you're, you're, you're well past. We're well past me, so thanks both of you for being with us on the podcast. Look Thank forward you to for the conversation. Us. Absolutely. Um, is it a difficult subject to talk about having a having a stroke and and what that means? It used to be for me. Yeah. Um, mine was te- um, no seven year ago in 2010. Um, my I've actually had three. My mm. first one was caused by somebody rear-ending me oh my. Uh, because he was texting on the telephone, um, and that caused my traumatic brain injury. And then the first stroke. Goodness. Um, and then I subsequently had two smaller strokes later on. Um, and um, they hit the language center of my brain, which made it very hard for me to talk to at first because it changes my accent. I have foreign accent syndrome. Yeah. So as I speak to you, my accent may change. Interesting. So that's just the, the, one of the effects of my stroke. Wow. Okay. So I've learned through the Helping Hand Stroke Club um, how to accept that. Mm. I joined, I think it was 2012. I met Wayne hmm. um, and then another friend, and they actually brought me to the Helping Hands yeah. Stroke Group. Okay. So, Wayne, you, you had been involved earlier or had a stroke earlier? No, uh, I had my stroke in um, July of 2010, hmm. and I've never been sensitive about talking about it. I figured it's just what well, it happened. You can't change it. Right. You know, go on with life. and. I. And I don't want to get too personal, but it sounds like you're willing to talk. But, mm-hmm. like, Wayne, what, where were you? What were you doing? You, I mean, what? I was on vacation. I was in Ocean City taking a nap. Wow. When I had my stroke. Interesting. Amy? Well, we heard the, the right. story. Well, yeah. I, was, I was working, actually, as a home care nurse. Yeah. And I was on my way to see um, my first patient when um, I was rear-ended. Yeah. And, I, and um, I would have never gotten that connection. I mean, I've never, No, well, most people don't. And... Um, this was right before the texting laws were in place, mm. so he really didn't have any punishment, which which added insult to injury. But part of it was because I had a traumatic brain injury first. Mm-hmm. That caused my stroke. And um, one of the things that a lot of people don't know is a lot of strokes and traumatic brain injuries don't show up on an MRI or a CAT scan. Mm. Mine was not a bleeding stroke or a clot stroke, so um, it didn't show up, and that caused a lot of confusion. Yeah. 
And then I had um, surgery for a back injury from the car accident, which then I woke up and had the foreign accent. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people didn't put it together, which is one of the reasons it was difficult for me, because I all of a sudden talked different. <laughs> and nobody really realized that I had had a stroke right. until I finally found the right neurologist. Right, right. And then the right group. And that's, you know, the Helping Hand Stroke yeah, Group has yeah. helped me learn to accept the deficits um, it, it really it really makes a huge difference in your life. And as a nurse, I would tell people, go to a stroke group. Go go to a support group. Right, never realizing that Never one day, realizing what I was really telling people to do right. until I had to do it. Yeah. Do you think pre-stroke, when you were telling people in, in your health care role to go to a support group, to go to something like that, did you at that point even – really fully understand mm. what it could mean to them? Absolutely not. And that's something I recently spoke to a group of um, speech pathology students. And as healthcare um, workers, we become certified, if you will, in stroke management. And you think you know everything there is. You can, you know, quote the textbook. But until you're really having the stroke yourself, you don't really know what it is that you're teaching family members or patients what they need to do. And then when you're put in that role yourself, it's kind of like, ah, mm. hmm, wow, why right. did I tell them to do that? Right, you know, right, you, right. you realize as people are telling you, you know, and Wayne could probably tell you, you know, a lot of healthcare workers, they really don't know the best way to talk to somebody or a family member that mm. has had the stroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't know until you walk the walk. Right. And and you don't want to have to walk the walk. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you have no choice. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're going to go back to you. Um, Ocean, Ocean Cities, I think you said. Yeah. You're napping. Yep. Last what? day of vacation. Okay. <laughs> At least I'll wait till the last day. Right. That's true. <laughs> then you have to drive home or back the car. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I, just, I, I mean, a, a dumb question, dumb questions. I mean, what what did you feel? What did you think? What did you think was happening? Did you know? I knew something serious was happening. I can't say I knew it was a stroke. I lay down, take a nap, woke up, was uncomfortable, tried to roll over, and couldn't use my left side. Hmm. So I got sat up and I called from my family coming there and my sister-in-law's respiratory therapist. She looked me over and said, you're having a stroke. They called, not, called 911. Hmm. And immediately, okay. What's what's recovery like before we get into the support group and, and make sure we leave enough time to talk about the the Helping Hand Stroke Club? But what is recovery like from a stroke? I mean, it, I'm sure it's different for everyone. I'm getting back what you had before, and it's very slow, and you gotta see your small improvements, which mm-hmm. is very hard to do. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing that I think is important, and Wayne and other friends of mine that I've met through the network, if you will, um, doctors and nurses will tell you at about four to six months, okay, well, that's all you're going to get. And I, in fact, had that experience. I knew that I needed speech services, PT, OT, and I was asking for it. And my physicians were saying to me, well, you've recovered as much as you're going to. And and that just infuriated me because mm-hmm. I knew I could do better. And I guess that's one of the biggest things that I've learned is you cannot stop asking for help. You you don't stop recovering. Recovery is lifelong. Um, 
I am so much farther than I was a month ago. Every day you're going to have some something different as, as long as you wake up every day and say, okay, today I'm going to be better than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. It may not be something that somebody can look at you and say, oh, I see a huge difference. It may be just being able to move your thumb. It may be just being able to take three steps without your walker or your sure. cane. And each stroke is different with recovery. Mm-hmm. I've had three, and each one was very different. Hmm. So um, it, it's it's huge. Yeah. It, it is the I'm, – I'm sure the emotional part is big. How do you stay positive that – just moving the thumb today is enough for today and instead of saying, you know, I, I want to do it all today. I mean, do you, I'm assuming there are bad days where you get down. They're huge. Uh, there are a lot of bad days. Um, how, do, how do you? How, do, how have how, I? Yeah, I how can, do you not stay down? Um, well, you surround yourself with uh, supportive friends and families, um, family members. Um, I have one particular friend. Um, who has called me, Wayne, has called and said, you know, you haven't gotten out of the house. You need to get out. You know, you need to stay out in the public mm-hmm. and because that's very easy to do, yeah. to isolate yourself at home and, and not go anywhere mm-hmm. and um, get yourself out there and, and be part of somebody else's recovery. And I'm assuming that's part of what the club is about? Yes. Um, just meeting other people and seeing each stroke is different. It affects everybody different, and I always look at I look at it like a marathon running running a marathon. You don't get up out of your chair or off the couch and run a marathon one 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 day. It takes a lot of practice. Well, recovery takes a lot of work practice. Mm. It's slow. And so so do you, do you gain strength, emotion? Do you, do you feed off the other people in the group? Yes, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Absolutely, um, especially with our our group, the Helping Hands Stroke Group. Um, you you get to a point sometimes where you feel like, okay, you know what, I just can't do anymore. Yeah. And you go to group on a Friday and you say, you know what, that's it, I'm done, I can't do it. And somebody else in the group says, I was there last Tuesday, this is what I did, this is what helped me. Um, you go in and you say, guess what I did today, I, I did X, Y, or Z, and... Everybody in the group is there to kind of mm. rally around you and say, hey, great job. Um, they become like a little family almost, right. you know. And then the neat thing about the Friday Stroke Group is that it is not just for stroke survivors. It is for their caregivers as well. Oh, that's a- and we do have some people there that are caregivers and their spouse or the person that has had the stroke or brain injury doesn't come. Um so it's it's a very uplifting and unifying group, right. if that makes sense. Sure, and very active. Mm-hmm. Very active. We we have um, every Friday. There's like a different topic. Okay. Um, we do a fall trip every year, and oh, wow. most summers we have a picnic at the park. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So and it's more than just getting together and talking. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's about you know kind of celebrating everybody. Yeah. You know, once a week. Um, like I said, you become like a little family. And then there's um, a holiday party every wow. holiday. Yeah. Um, we go and have lunch. Um, so it really it really is. is. Yeah. 
We're talking with Amy and Wayne about the Helping Hand Stroke Club uh, here on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast. A few more minutes left. I want to make sure we kind of cover everything and, and hear about this interesting um, journey that, that the two of you are on and this, this part of this, this club, if you will. How did you come to know about it? I'm assuming pre-stroke, you weren't aware of this group that met. Mm-mm. Were you referred to it? How did you learn about it? And then were you reluct- reluctant to get involved? Or? I don't exactly remember how I found out about this group, but I started getting to a group while my therapist started. And when you go to a group, you meet for, you know, other people. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they, they're going to different groups and invite you to their, their other ones. And it just keeps going. Right. Were you... Were you Effect, you the extrovert? Were you the person that didn't mind going to these things? Yes, or? very expert. Okay. I was reluctant. Okay, because I, I, I would think I would be. I, I, well, I, was, I, I wasn't supposed to be the patient, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be going to the groups. I was supposed to be moderating the groups. But no, so as outgoing as I am, I found it very difficult to go. But when I went, I found myself looking forward to it every Friday. Mm. So it meets every Friday afternoon. Uh, in Fairfax, mm-hmm. and then you have parties and and trips and different things. So it is uh, right. it's socialization, but uh, act uh, activity uh, right. as well. And if there's anything somebody wants to know more about, there's somebody that has the answer to it. And if somebody doesn't have the answer, um, our moderator Erica will usually figure mm-hmm. out a way to get the information for us. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was going to mention that I think you're talking about Erica Wren, who's mm-hmm. with the Fairfax County Health Department, mm-hmm. and this club is is a an activity of the health department. They right. support yes. it and put it on. So if you, I think that's a good place to to mention a telephone number and an email address here that if uh, you want to get some information about the Helping Hand Stroke Club, or you know someone who might want the information, you can call Erica at 703-246-7151. That's 703-246-7151. Or you can email Erica Wren, and it's Erica, E-R-I-C-A, and then period, Wren, W-R-E-N-N, at fairfaxcounty.gov. So erica.wren at fairfaxcounty.gov, or again, the phone number, 703-246-7151. As we're winding down today, and I want to thank you for both for kind of, share, you know, being so open and sharing your story and your journey about how you got to this place, is there anything that you could say about the Helping Hand Stroke Club or, Wayne, you mentioned that you'd been involved in some other activities, some groups and those kind of things before, that would get someone that has just suffered a stroke, just going through the recovery about the importance of a club like this or, or other activities and, and, and not the I'm just going to sit in the house kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's very good to get out. Um, I go eight or nine different sport groups per month. Um, it, you learn that you're not the only one dealing with this. And I think that gets a lot of people down with the they're the only ones with these problems. Mm, true. And if you go out and meet people, you realize you're not. And you get so many other information. All right. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's the biggest thing is by going to these groups, um, you don't have to share when you first go. Mm, But by going to these groups, um, you will learn that you're not alone and that, you know, things that you think may not be a huge amount of progress, you will learn Mm. that they are, you know, it just makes a huge difference not being alone. Right. Okay. I think that's a... Good thought to end with. 
I think that's a, a good thought. So uh, Helping Hands uh, Stroke Club is uh, there every Friday afternoon, local in Fairfax. Again, if you need uh, more information, we've got the telephone number 703-246-7151. You can call to get information about you or a loved one. You mentioned the caregivers. Some of them go as well. So even mm -hmm. uh, caregivers uh, could go as well. So again, Amy, Wayne, thanks uh, for being with us on the podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. If you uh, would like to get more information uh, uh, about the group, again, the uh, support group for stroke survivors and caregivers meets on Fridays at 1 p.m. at the Joseph Willard Help Center. Uh, that's at 3750 Old Lee Highway in Fairfax. And again, you can call 703-246-7120 or erica.ren at fairfaxcounty.gov. Now, you can also get more county older adult services, recreation and community engagement news and opportunities by calling 703-324-7948, the TTY number is 711, that's Monday through Friday, or anytime online at fairfaxcounty.gov slash olderadults. And when you're on that webpage, be sure to subscribe to the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper, as well as Fairfax 50 Plus e-news, and you can also link over to the new Fairfax 50 Plus Facebook page. While you're there, be sure to uh, like it to receive more updates on Facebook. I want to thank you again for listening to the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast, which is produced twice monthly by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.